Welcome to 321 I Relaunch, the podcast where we talk about strategies, advice, and success stories for returning to work after a career break. This is Carol Fishman Cohen, CEO of I Relaunch, and your host for today. And today I'm very excited that we are speaking with Diane Lindsay Adler on her relaunch in the healthcare field. Diane is a registered dietitian at Boston Children's Health Physicians and the New York Medical College Cystic Fibrosis Center. She's also on the staff of the Children's Environmental Health Center of the Hudson Valley. Hi, Diane. Thanks for being with us today. Hi, Carol. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm very excited about speaking to you because not only are you a relauncher, but you are also a career transitioner. And I wanted to know, just to start out, if you can just briefly tell us what you were doing before your career break and um, maybe how long your career break was. And then I want to dive into what might have led you to make the career transition that you are now doing. Okay. Well, um, my first career was in the cosmetics and personal care products industry. My first job was with Revlon in the marketing department. Um, And I worked in areas like sales, marketing, public relations for Revlon. I worked for a very exclusive fragrance company. Um, Then I also switched gears and worked actually in retail as a buyer Um, So all different areas of uh, promoting personal care products and makeup, color makeup type products. And how long did you do that for? I did that for about 10 years. And then um, what led to your career break and how long were you on career break? Um, Well, when I had my second child, I decided that I really wanted to take a break and just focus on them. So I became a stay-at-home mom which I loved. It was a very rewarding time in my life. And I would say I stopped um, working for about seven years. And you have, you're now doing something entirely different than what you were doing before. And I'm interested in why that transition happened and what contributed to it and how you did it. So maybe we could start with what made you think about relaunching uh, as a registered dietitian? And was, was there, was, did something happen during the career break um, that made you think about this field? Um, and maybe we'll start there and then I'll ask you some more questions about it. Sure. Um, a big reason I made the change uh, was that my second child, my daughter, uh, was was born with very, uh, we discovered she had very serious food allergies. She was covered in eczema. She had all kinds of issues with um, different foods. And I became very intrigued with the whole reason why this happened to her and and ways to fix it. And sort of, I dove into studying nutrition and how it affects the body. So you were doing this on your own because of your daughter's health condition. This was your own independent research. Yes. So at what point did you start to think that maybe when whenever you were going to relaunch your career, and I don't know um, how far in advance you were thinking about relaunching be- between when you thought about it and then when you actually did it, but um, at what point did you think this might be a new professional direction for you? You know, my husband and and my best friend suggested it to me and got the ball rolling and I started thinking more about it and researching it. And honestly, initially I didn't think I could do it. It involved a lot of um, 
chemistry classes and things I, I thought I couldn't tackle. But eventually, after doing the research and talking to a lot of experts in the field, especially um, where I ended up going at Teachers College at Columbia University, I decided to take the plunge and do it. So uh, exactly what is involved in becoming a registered dietitian? What kind of education and, and what kind of um, internship or residency? What, what's, what's the process? It's a bit of a long journey to become a registered dietitian. If you don't have a science-based or medical undergraduate degree, there are prerequisites that you need to take in science, basic courses like anatomy and physiology and chemistry in order to even apply um, for a program in nutrition. Because my previous degree was in business, I had to start off at community colleges taking um, those basic classes and then apply um, for a master's degree in nutrition, which also includes um, a training period for one year to become a dietitian at a hospital. Wow. Uh, so did you take those courses, one here and one there, and in anticipation of uh, applying for this program, or did you do this all in a more concentrated period? Here's what happened. I was thinking about nutrition, and I took Nutrition 101 at the local community college just to see what I thought about things. And I really, I loved it so much. I could talk about nutrition all day long. And I had a very luckily had a really fantastic professor. And that sort of like sealed the deal for me that I wanted to go ahead and, and pursue everything. You know, the idea that when you're saying I could talk about nutrition all day long. So obviously it's an incredible passion for you. And that was triggered by the experience that you had because of your daughter. But it just always makes me wonder when people are on career paths in the first place before their career breaks. Um, and then there's some experience or something that happens during the career break that has them connect with this passion that you realize that, you know, if you hadn't been on career break, your career trajectory could be so wildly different from where it is. Do you ever think about that? That's a great thought. And it's so true. Um, I think maybe people have lots of different careers throughout their lifetime at this point. And, um, and taking that break maybe gave me the chance to discover this. So once you finish the program, so and and I don't know if there are any comments you want to make about how hard it was to get into the program or how hard it was to get matched with this the field component to it, or I'm not sure the technical term for that part. What happened after that? Do, it, once you're in one of these placements, then a lot of people get hired directly from there, or is there a whole new recruiting process that happens? Well, when I trained um, at the medical center that I was at, and it was through a company called Sodexo, which offers dietetic internships, I feel like they set you up and train you to also look for a position once you're through with that uh, training period. And and so was it pretty smooth sailing to like, there are there very few registered dietitians compared with the demand for them? So it's more of, it's a good market for people who are in that field, or is it competitive? Like, how do you get a job after you complete the training? I feel like there are lots of jobs out there for registered dietitians, but I do feel that 
I lucked out with my particular position because it was a great fit for me. It's it's more of a per diem where I work in different parts of Boston Children's as needed. And I get, I'm offered the opportunity to have a lot of variety of patients, which keeps it very interesting for me. How do you think your age and your life experience as a relauncher contributed to the, the work, uh, contributed to you getting hired and also contributes to the, your perspective on, on the work that you do now? I think it's really invaluable. The fact that I had raised children, and and actually I work in pediatrics, so I'm a, I work with children most of the time. I do work with some adults. Um, was ex- incredibly helpful to me, and it, it, I think that that gave me an edge in getting hired because uh, I had that life experience of working with children. I just want to underscore what you're saying right now, that the experience that you had um, with your career break and 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 working with your daughter actually enhanced your uh, attractiveness as a candidate um, uh, for the employer. That's something we don't always hear um, when people are relaunching. Sometimes people feel that their age or their career break works against them in some way, but there are certain fields like financial planning and financial advisory fields. And now you're talking about your particular experience relaunching as a registered dietitian in which your age and your career break experience was actually an asset. It was definitely an asset. And one other thought that I had while you were talking is I do feel I have transferable skills from my marketing and sales background. Um, Working with patients and working in, in offices is in some ways, almost like customer service, I guess it is. Um, You you know, the patient, I go above and beyond for my patients as I would have when I was in sales, even more so because I have a real strong um, personal connection to them and I want them to succeed. Um, So I think that that nothing, you know, is a waste. Everything builds and and can be used. Um, I wanted to understand a little bit more about, like, your job search process and the acceptance. So uh, did, once you were in the placement with the Sodexo placement, then did you stay in this? Then was that at Boston Children's or then you had to get hired into Boston Children's, for example? Oh, so maybe let me backtrack a little bit. Um, anyone who wants to become a registered dietitian has to go through a process where they apply to be placed and matched in a training program. And there's only a 50% match rate. So I felt very fortunate to have been placed with Sodexo. Um, and not only Sodexo, but at the Maria Ferrari Children's Hospital and the Westchester Medical Center, which is a great place to train. It's a trauma hospital. You see all kinds of cases. So I was placed there. And they, uh, fortunately, are affiliated with Boston Children's Health Physicians. Many of the physicians that work in the Children's Hospital also have private practice where I'm working now. So it was really um, a very fortunate placement for me that I could be um, at Maria Ferrari Children's Hospital. And then you also have these two other roles, um, the um, Cystic Fibrosis Center, the New York Medical College Cystic Fibrosis Center, and the Environmental Health Center of the Hudson Valley. Can you talk about um, how you expanded your your work to include those two roles? Yes. The 
New York Medical College Cystic Fibrosis Center um, is part of one of the largest divisions of Boston Children's Health Physicians, which is the Pediatric um, Pulmonary Allergy, Immunology, and Sleep Medicine Division. It's very large. It's got, I think, 20 physicians now working there. I spend a lot of time at that division, and um, they also uh, that also includes the New York Medical College Cystic Fibrosis Center. For those that don't know about cystic fibrosis, nutrition plays a very big role. Many of the patients can't keep their weight up. Um, they have something called pancreatic insufficiency. They require enzymes to absorb their nutrients. So um, every cystic fibrosis center has a dietitian on staff to work with them. Got it. And then what about the Environmental Health Center of the Hudson Valley? So I've also recently been invited to join the staff of the Children's Environmental Health Center of the Hudson Valley. That's also part of the pediatric pulmonary division that I uh, work for. And they do things like provide health advisories to parents about the environment, for example, personal care products, um, lead exposure, mold, any kind of environmental toxins that are around. And I'm just thrilled that they're now going to include nutrition in um, children's environment, which I think is very important. Um, I'm thrilled because I'm able to incorporate now um, writing into my career. I recently wrote an article for them about the consumption of locally sourced food. Got it. You are listening to 321 I Relaunch, the podcast where we talk about advice, strategies, and success stories for returning to work after a career break. This is Carol Fishman Cohen, CEO of I Relaunch, and your host today. We are speaking with Diane Lindsay Adler on her relaunch in the healthcare field. She is a registered dietitian at Boston Children's Health Physicians and the New York Medical College Cystic Fibrosis Center. And she's also on the staff of the Children's Environmental Health Center of the Hudson Valley. Diane is not only a relauncher, but she transitioned to this career after doing something completely different. And we're talking about uh, relaunching and transitioning right now. Um, Diane, I have one more question I forgot to ask you earlier about your training. How old were you when you went through that training, if you don't mind me asking, or maybe just a range? And then, and were you, like, how old was a typical student? Interesting. Okay, I started doing this when I was 45, and I sort of had a plan that I would be finished by the time I was 50, and I was, and my kids were gone, uh, gone to college. So um, there, I do have some friends that were my age, but the, we were few and far between at Columbia, so I was... Uh, in class with a lot of 20-somethings, which I found a little intimidating, actually. They're very a little bit more tech-savvy than I am. Um, but again, I think it was really, in a way, um, inspiring and motivating. And, it, and I think it's important to have a little bit of discomfort to make you, I guess, strive to do a little bit better. So, you know, um, I guess a message to relaunchers is, you're going to have some discomfort going through the process. It was, it was a long process and it was hard, but at this point I feel like I really have something and, um, and it was worth it. The discomfort piece, was that around getting through the chemistry part? Was that around some sort of technology that is proprietary or special to the field or uh, purely being an anomaly on the basis of age? I didn't really feel 
like an anomaly on the basis of age so much. Um, but it was hard to go back to school to, um, you know, I actually had to take the GRE. So I went and I reviewed with my, um, with one of my child's geometry teachers, just getting back into that kind of stuff. It's, you know, it's a little uncomfortable and, you know, you're working your brain in a different way than it's worked in a long time. But again, like when I look back at it, I'm really, I'm glad that I did it. Yeah, it's, it sounds amazing. And then once you were on the job, um, the teams that you work with or your peers, are they uh, also much younger than you or is there a whole range? There's a whole range now. Many of the physicians are my age or some of them older, some of them younger. Uh, when I was doing my, my training at the medical center and the children's hospital, I was with dietitians that were in their 20s that were training me. So that was a little funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then how long have you been back now? I've been working for about two and a half years. And now from your vantage point, two and a half years out, at two and a half years after your relaunch, how do you view the arc of your career? So like what's happened since you've gone back and do you feel almost like you never took a career break at this point, or are you still very much aware of it? I'm very much aware of it, but my life is totally different now because I don't have kids at home. So it's, it's a whole new chapter. I don't know if I can really compare it. Mm -hmm. And so what is your, so your routine, your daily routine, you're an empty nester and you're working pretty much full time and, but you go to different locations during the day. Is, is that how, is that, what your day-to-day -day feels like. That's right. So, uh, what, you know, I have schedules made for me at the different practices that I go to, and I sort of arrange my schedule that day. Some days I might be at two different places. I'll go to one place in the morning and then one in, in the evening. Lots of people like to bring their kids after school. So I tend to have my mornings a little bit more free, and then my afternoons are very full. And can you talk to us, um, for people who are interested in becoming a registered dietitian, um, it, there are different ways to do it, right? Can you just talk about some of the different kinds of programs and online versus in-person and that kind of thing? Sure. And something that's really helpful is the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics website has lots of information if you're interested in becoming a registered dietitian. Um, I went the route of getting a master's degree at Teachers College, Columbia University, and then applying for the dietetic internship at Sodexo. But now I know that Sodexo has recently added a combination program that they offer uh, where you can get your master's degree and become a dietitian all together with them. Um, I know that I, the University of Bridgeport has an online program. There are places like Lehman College um, in the city, in New York City, that offer the program. So there's a lot of different directions you can go to get there. Thank you. Can you repeat the name of that association that you said is so helpful with resources? The Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Thank you. Um, all right. I want to change directions for a minute and ask you about this whole mindset that you said you had when you were taking the GRE and you were a student again, there's a certain fearless quality that is coming through when I hear you talk about that. And I want to know if you felt fearless or if you felt afraid um, and how you managed your emotions when you were in the early stages of this process to keep yourself moving forward. 
When you said that, I guess what I'm thinking is you sort of just don't look at the giant road ahead. You just think about getting through this quiz or or tomorrow's you know reading or or that paper rather than oh my gosh I have five more years to go. <laughs> I guess that's how you do that. How I right. did it. Right. Um, and then once you got the Sodexo, that what do you call that? The when you get placed, what's the word? Is it a field placement? Oh. It's a dietetic internship. A dietetic internship. So at that point, were you just so excited that you were through the academic part of the program and you were about to enter the internship and, and you approached it with enthusiasm? Or, and were you fearless during that time or did you have other emotions? It's funny because I was thinking to myself, oh, now I'll just be working nine to five. This is going to be easy. But it was probably the hardest, but also the most interesting experience that I had training. Um, and the program that Sodexo has is very rigorous. So not only, I didn't know this, was I going to work all day at the hospital, but I had projects and assignments in the evenings. <laughs> so it was pretty rigorous. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad I didn't know that before I started. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is there anything else about the entire process, the five years, um, that surprised you? It was harder than I thought it would be. You mean, was that in the like the coursework? And you mentioned chemistry, is that part of it, or the rigor of the internship piece of it? I think both. The program at Teachers College is pretty rigorous. You do have to uh, end with a they call it a capstone project, but it's really a, like a master's the- thesis. Um, and and to me, the um, the chemistry courses were were challenging. Right. And what did you do your thesis on? Nutrition education for college students. Oh, interesting. Did you at, at one point think that that was the direction you were going to go in before you ended up where you are working with younger children? I actually I do work with college kids as well. And I'm, I definitely was interested in pediatrics. Great. Um, well, I want to know if, if you know, thinking back on this, do you have any advice in general for relaunchers or people who are relaunching and thinking about a career transition at the same time? I guess my advice is um, push through it because because now I'm so happy. <laughs> I really, um, I, I'm actually surprised at how much um, inner motivation I have now after getting through the program with, that I, I never imagined I would have. And have you met any other relaunchers along the way? Yes. I have friends. I had a fr- uh, dinner with a friend um, last night that was in my program, and she went back to school. She's now working in um, a senior facility as a dietitian, and she loves it. Interesting. It seems like there are so many avenues you can take in this field um, once you finish the program, working with people in different age groups or maybe with different health challenges. Can you just talk uh, very briefly about some of the wide range of options uh, that ha- where dietitians uh, pursue work after they finish their program? Absolutely. The reason I chose this field is because many dietitians do a lot of writing, blogging. Some of them are on television. Some are in private practice. Some work clinically in hospitals. I actually am collaborating with a friend from Teachers College now offering a free nutrition course for parents. And that is a nonprofit that she started after graduating. And she's about, she's my age. 
So um, there are just so many directions you can go in. Thank you. Well, Diane, uh, thank you so much for talking with us and sharing your personal story. Um, I wanted to ask you one more thing, and that is if you can share your best piece of advice in general, even if it's something that you have already talked about during our conversation today, your best piece of advice for relaunchers. I guess I would say, like you said, you felt like there was an inner passion really go for something that you're you're very interested in because then it doesn't feel like work. Right, exactly. And it's amazing that you were able to find a passion that had such excellent employment options. Uh, so, you know, some people's passions don't translate as well, but yours translated perfectly. So that 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 is also something that people might take away from hearing your story. Um, thank you so much uh, for joining us today. Uh, can you tell us how people can get more information about you and the work that you're doing? Sure. Um, my profile is up on the Boston Children's Health Physicians website as a provider. And I'm also on LinkedIn under my name, Diane Lindsay Adler, and they can contact me that way. Wonderful. Well, thanks, Diane, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. Yes. And if, if you like this podcast, be sure to rate it on iTunes and your favorite podcast platform. And be sure to share this podcast with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, and other social media. Thank you for joining us today on 321 I Relaunch, the podcast for advice, success stories, and strategies on returning to work after a career break. This is Carol Fishman-Cohen, CEO of I Relaunch and your host today. Thanks for joining us.